Welcome today on the Film Sessions podcast. We are excited to have uh, Corey Heller. So, uh, Corey, first, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a student at the Pacific Northwest College of Arts in Portland, Oregon. And I am going for my AA degree with a focus in storyboarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wonderful. Um, so you said you're specifically focused on storyboarding um, and how that relates to filmmaking. So that's that's terrific. Um, uh, do you also take other classes with um, other aspects of filmmaking, like uh, production or maybe even animation uh, in addition to storyboarding? Yeah, I am taking some animation classes, but since I mostly watch work in television, I feel storyboard is kind of a, the best place for me because mm-hmm. just being able to draw the same thing constantly in one scene is a little much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, you know, sometimes when you have to draw like over and over again, it, it becomes a little bit um, you know, excessive and tiring in that way. Yeah, so um, that's wonderful. Um, so uh, what inspired you to first get into filmmaking? Well, a lot of the films I grew up on, on were a big inspiration. Mostly Roger Rabbit and the works of Don Bluth. He's the guy who did The Secret of Nim and the original Lamb Before Time and American Tale films. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, and what aspects could you think uh, possibly of like Roger Rabbit and, and um, other works similar to that that uh, specifically inspired you? Uh, was it like the, the creativity or um, the character de- development or design? Um, or, or is there a specific part of, of those films that, that got you interested? Well, definitely the creativity because especially at the time, animation was becoming a dying art. Mm-hmm. And I say this kind of loosely, but I feel like we're kind of going that way again. That's a lot of people who don't work in the field are just saying it animations for kids. Mm-hmm. It's but animation, especially nowadays, can can introduce more serious topics to people, not just kids, but us older audiences as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wonderful. Um, definitely, I agree uh, that there's a lot of, of, of topics and creativity to, to introduce, um, and especially through film, you're able to communicate that and, and to um, share a story with an audience in a very unique way that's not really possible in other mediums, right? Um, so yeah, de- definitely, that's it's wonderful um, that that's what inspired you and that's what you're interested in, in creating uh, through your films and, and um, sharing your, your voice in that way to, to your audience. Yeah, so um, tell us a little bit more about your filmmaking journey uh, or career. Uh, how have you continued uh, to pursue your journey in filmmaking? Well, I'm in my senior thesis production right now. And and I've decided early on that it would be based around some, a personal aspect of me. Yeah, I don't know oh, if... I feel comfortable saying this, but I actually have autism. And my senior thesis is based around a character with autism. Mm. It looks like uh, you might have cut out for a second there, but um, oh. yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, it, it's very, very touching, especially to um, uh, have films and, and to watch films created 
um, uh, with with those things in mind to, to be accepting more of uh, everyone in society. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, um, if you're comfortable sharing, um, how has um, uh, autism, it, it, like, uh, in, in what way has uh, it shaped the way that you make your films? Well, well, currently uh, I mostly see autism representation in preschool shows. Mm. I mean, just recently, are we starting to move up to the representation in shows for older audiences like Dead and Paranormal Park, which is obviously for older audiences, but it does feature a major character with autism. Mm -hmm. and. And even some shows I know of that did imply autism, but were later confirmed by the creators. Mm. So I feel like sets were just starting to move away from the preschool shows, serving as the main focus of representation, that there's a little bit of a void to fill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, definitely there's um, a void to fill, like you said, in representation um, uh, of autism and people in film. Uh, and it's wonderful that you're creating films and that you're um, uh, making things that are meaningful to you and, and, and impactful uh, to further representation um, in, in that space in filmmaking and to make sure that other people out there also uh, who might be experiencing the same things as you can also feel um, uh, better in their own skin, you know, and, and better uh, in feeling that they're represented as well in, in filmmaking. Um, so that's wonderful, yeah. Uh, but getting a little bit more uh, into your film itself, uh, tell us a little bit about what your film is about. Well, well it, it's about uh, Santa's reindeer going to war with a group of penguins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And originally I did have a scene planned that would have had set to make a cameo, but it it would have had him be in Hawaii, unaware of what was going on. So I had to cut it on account of the war in Ukraine because I didn't want to offend anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it's very, um, definitely a creative and interesting plot to, to, to create. Um, in making your movie, uh, like what, what were the resources and the tools that you used? Like, did you use uh, certain programs that you liked or certain uh, tools or resources or camera equipment um, that, that made the film uh, what it was? Well, I mostly used TV paid for the actual animation. And then I posited everything after effects with the sound being put in through Premiere. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but in terms of other equipment, I mostly just used films I knew as a part of reference, mostly the 80s Vietnam War films, because it was originally supposed to be just a satire of that era of war films, but it kind of turned into something more after the war in Ukraine started, and it could be read as like an anti-war film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, um, it's wonderful that you're um, able to get those perspectives and that representation uh, and that creativity in, in that in the film um, to, to kind of have a message about uh, uh, the war that's going on and, and the horrors of that. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's definitely uh, your creativity and, and your inspiration definitely shine through in your film um, uh, and how you created that. Uh, so it was wonderful. Um, did you use any particular camera equipment that you liked? Or, or that you found very useful, um, which you could recommend to others? Actually, since it was animated, I didn't really use any cameras. Mm -hmm. 
but I would recommend PB Paint because it's pretty easy to use, especially since it's user friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, terrific. Um, so, uh, getting into a little bit more about your film, uh, what would you say is the main message that the film has for its audience? Definitely an anti-war message. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, it's just a satire on on the Vietnam War films, but in this day and age, it can totally be taken as like the whole don't go to war, it's really bad. Why can't we just all get along kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely an important message to have, especially nowadays um, when we witness the horrors of, of war that goes on, um, not only between Russia and Ukraine, but other um, elsewhere in the world. Um, so it's definitely amazing and terrific that you're able to, to create um, something meaningful, like a meaningful work of art through film um, to, to shed light on um, anti-war messaging and, and to um, encourage us as a society, right, to, to um, uh, not have conflict with each other and try to, to get more along um, and, and hopefully uh, trying to be um, more peaceful and, and all happy. Um, sometimes it's not always possible in all situations, but it's definitely something we should strive for um, and that we should we should um, go for in, in the work that we do. Um, and yeah, that's terrific that you're able to, to give that message through your film. Um, getting a little bit more uh, into the actual um, film itself and where we can find it, um, where can we watch uh, the movie? Is it on YouTube or on Vimeo or uh, on a platform? It's on YouTube, but I am going to put it on Vimeo pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, terrific. Um, yeah, so once it's on Vimeo, uh, is there a place that we can go to, like a website for, for the movie or the social media that you have um, set up where uh, audiences can, can watch your film? What do you mean? Well, do you have um, a place where we can go to uh, watch the Vimeo movie once it's up? Well, it's in YouTube right now. Oh, wonderful. Yes, definitely. So. Uh, terrific. So we can we can watch your movie. Um, uh, the audiences can can uh, who are listening uh, and the, the student filmmakers who are listening to um, our discussion can definitely watch your movie and, and take inspiration from it um, and learn about the creativity that you employed in, in your movie um, and its messaging as well. Uh, like we talked about, that's very important nowadays, especially. Um, so yeah, wonderful. Uh, and do you have uh, social medias or a website um, that uh, we can find you? Well, I'm setting up a Vimeo account right now, and I'm currently in the early stages of my own website, but otherwise I do have a LinkedIn account and a Facebook account. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wonderful. Um, and I assume we can find you on those platforms at Corey Heller, right? Yeah. Yeah, terrific. Um, so anybody who, who's listening, um, feel free you, you know, um, to reach out to Corey. He's definitely um, an inspiration uh, and, and his work is, is definitely amazing to, to watch. Um, so yeah, wonderful. Uh, and uh, getting into your advice for others, uh, what would you think is one piece of advice that you have for uh, other aspiring student filmmakers out there? Don't be afraid to share your stories with other people. Mm -hmm. So that's my big advice because especially now that we're pushing for more diversity in the media, we definitely need those voices out there. So don't be afraid to to step up and share your stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's terrific advice. Um, definitely, especially now um, 
And with representation and the struggle for that uh, in filmmaking, um, it's wonderful to be able to have um, diverse voices from, from all different parts of the world and, and of all uh, cultures and backgrounds to create movies and to express themselves uh, and to make something uh, meaningful like a work of art. Um, to make you know, a work of art through, through filmmaking and through film, um, to express themselves and, and to make something that's impactful uh, and that shows a message to, to audiences. Um, yeah, that's that's wonderful. Um, so, uh, do you have any more films planned for the future? Well, I am working on my thesis, as I said earlier, and it's under the work entitled Alienated. Mm. It's basically about an alien kid who's loosely based on me growing mm. up with autism, and mm. he and another the kid at his school, who's a human, by the way, have to learn to accept each other and not judge each other by differences they have. Yeah, wonderful. That's definitely another terrific message. Uh, in addition to your film about uh, anti-war messaging, it's definitely incredible to, to have uh, films about getting together and togetherness um, and expect, accepting each other um, and embracing uh, differences of other people in, in our communities uh, to make sure that we're accepting of everybody. Um, and yeah, I'm definitely going to be looking forward to, to seeing that film when it comes out. Um, is there a place that our audience can, can also watch it when it comes out? Well, you know, by I think the end of the spring semester of my school and I should be able to put it up on YouTube for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, I also plan to put it on on my event meal out as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wonderful. Um, and for your films in general that you create, um, what's uh, your, your mission or, or your um, main goal in creating your, your movies um, that you work on? My main goal? Well, I definitely want to put out stories that are are more diverse because mm -hmm. that's definitely a big focus I've been doing nowadays not just with autism but being able to listen to feedback from people that are different from me so I can have a a easier uh, maybe not easier but definitely a more accurate representation of other people that I don't necessarily identify with mm -hmm. like growing up I knew very few African-American actors in animation. And now that it's becoming a big deal, they're, they're trying to be more accurate with who voices who. So that's mm. just one thing that I'm pushing for in my films. Yeah, that's wonderful that you have that mission to, to expand diversity uh, in filmmaking and to be more inclusive and representative of um, uh, all different diverse backgrounds and voices. Um, and like you said, with animation and characters, uh, it's wonderful that um, uh, you have that goal to create movies with the, those things in mind, uh, to give more representation in filmmaking to, to people who might not have had that voice previously uh, in traditional realms of filmmaking. Yeah, so that's wonderful. Um, and uh, that concludes our interview with uh, you, Corey, today. Um, it was wonderful having you here to, to talk about uh, your films uh, and your mission in filmmaking and how you've been incredibly um, uh, successful in, in um, making more of representation in filmmaking of different voices um, and, and of different people who might not have had that opportunity before. 
Um, and yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for, for being with us today. Um, and we look forward to, to seeing your movie uh, in the future that you complete for your thesis film. Thank you.